Today we're going to continue walking through the book of Mark. We're going to be looking at Mark chapter 14, verse 17 through verse number 21. Today we're going to be examining uh, this moment where the Lord Jesus Christ uh, speaks into the, the Passover uh, supper that he's having with his disciples, uh, saying that one is going to betray him. Now let's just take our minds back for just a moment to a moment just a few days ago on New Horizons when we were seeing uh, Mary anointing the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you remember that it was in that moment that Judas became indignant. Uh, he became very aggravated at the situation. What a waste, he said. Uh, this could have been sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor. But of course, you know, and I know that Judas had no righteous uh, inclinations here. Uh, everything in him was this. If I get that 300 denarii, it goes back into the money bag. Number one, I can get my hands on it. But number two, it kind of covers me because I've been dipping into this bag and there's not a lot of money left. So Judas knew he was about to get found out. Well, when we think about this for a moment, you think about he had the, the 300 denarii that he wanted, but of course, Mary has now anointed the body of the Lord Jesus Christ for burial. Um, and so now, knowing the money bag is empty, Judas is going to sell the Lord Jesus Christ for 30 pieces of silver. Judas is, is now, uh, he, he, is, uh, he, is, he is certainly on the road to hell. This is a bad moment in the life of Judas. In fact, Jesus is even going to say in the text we're going to read today, it would have been better for Judas if he had never been born. Um, this is a bad moment. Judas is, 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 is now, he is all wrapped up in this thing. And it's just getting worse and worse. And the true heart of this man is coming out. But what you're going to find here in the text is that no one suspected him. No one suspected Judas. When Jesus speaks and says, one of you will betray me, nobody looked over and said, hey, I, I, I've had my eye on Judas for some time. Not at all. As a matter of fact, when you go over to the book of John and you begin to read John and you, and you begin to, to, to look at the, the individuals in the room, um, many people have, have been able to actually kind of chart the table and, and see who was sitting where. And, and it is believed that Judas was actually sitting next to the Lord Jesus Christ in the place of honor, meaning that he was close to Jesus. I mean, imagine this. Jesus gave Judas the money bag to be the treasurer of the disciples. That shows a trust in this individual. And so when we think about this, we think about Judas and Judas obviously uh, in his heart was a corrupt individual, a sinful man. And so here we are, Mark chapter 14, verse 17 through 21. When evening came, he arrived with the 12. And while they were reclining and eating, Jesus said, I assure you, one of you will betray me. One of you who's eating with me. They began to become distressed. Surely not I. Surely not I. They're all saying this. But once again, nobody points at Judas. No one says, I think it's him. Instead, they're all had their hands up. I, it's not me, is it Jesus? I, I mean, I've not done anything. But all along, Judas is in the room. And Judas is probably throwing his hands up as well. Although he knows that it's him. And listen to this. The Bible says it is one of the 12. It's the one who is dipping bread with me in the bowl. 
For the Son of Man will go just as it is written about him. But woe to that man who the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. So consider Jesus actually says in this text, uh, he, he pinpoints the individual. He says, it's the one who is dipping his hand with me in the bowl the dipping the bread with me. So, so when we think about this, we go over to the book of John. And in the book of John, you have this scene taking place. It's the same scene. And Peter and John are going to whisper in each other's ear. And Peter is going to ask John to find out who the betrayer is. And Jesus says the same thing. Jesus says in verse 26 of John 13, he says, the one who is betraying me is the one I give the piece of bread to after I have dipped it. And when he dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas, Simon Iscariot's son. And so in that moment, Jesus identifies Judas as the betrayer. Now think about Judas for just a moment, if you will. He's in the room. He's heard the conversation. He hears Jesus say these words. It's the one that I give the bread to after I've dipped it. Judas, in his heart, he knows that it's him. And probably even in that moment, it's considering no one knows, not even Jesus himself. And then Jesus does what? He takes the bread and the Bible says he hands it over to Judas. And Judas eats the bread. You can imagine the two have now locked eyes with each other. And you can imagine the humble, suffering servant, Jesus, who's about to die for the sins of the world and even die for the sin of Judas if Judas would just put his faith and trust in him. You can imagine Jesus lovingly looking at Judas with these eyes, almost to say, Judas, it's not too late. You can change direction. You can repent. You can, you can turn around now. You, you, can, you can get out of this mess. But instead, the Bible says Judas eats the morsel of bread. And in eating the morsel of bread, the Bible says that Satan entered him. Friends, listen, there are only two people in Scripture that will be possessed by Satan. Many were possessed by demons, but only two will be possessed by Satan. One is Judas and one is the Antichrist. So if you want to know the seriousness of Judas' sin, many people have said, oh, what did Judas, is he in heaven or is he in hell? Friends, he's in hell. How do I know that? He's not a saved man. How do I know that? Because Satan entered him. Satan entered Judas. Satan intent to destroy the Lord of glory. And Satan now controls him and possesses him. And Jesus looks at him and says, what you have done, what you do, do quickly. But now listen to this, verse 28. None of those reclining at the table knew why he told him this since Judas kept the money bag. Some thought Jesus was saying, go buy what you need for the festival or that you should give some of this to the poor. And so even then, even after Jesus said, it's the one I give the bread to and what you do, do quickly. No one thought it was Judas. That's how scheming and manipulative and subtle and cunning Judas was. That even the disciples didn't suspect him. Oh, but listen to what John says. John says, after he received the piece of bread, he went out immediately and it was night. Has there ever been a darker night described in the Bible? 
The night just before Jesus goes to the cross of Calvary, the forces of hell are now assembled. The forces of heaven are now assembled. The Lord Jesus Christ is about to go to the cross of Calvary and die. And Judas walks out into the night, into darkness. Friends, it's a picture of his soul and it's a picture of his future eternity and the eternity of anyone who does not put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, it's a terrible, dreadful thing to think about those who have never put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. As Jesus says, they will be cast into outer darkness, into that place of torment where they'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Friends, I pray that's not you. I I pray that you wouldn't sell your soul to the things of this world for something cheap. Instead, I pray that today you would give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ before it's too late. Worship him, receive him, make him the Lord of your life and be saved and reconciled to a holy God. This is the tragic story of Judas. And I pray that it's not a story that you would want to emulate. May God bless you and I will see you next time on New Horizons.